GM, GM, everybody. Hello, Daily Dosers. Welcome to another edition of the Daily Dose. It is absolutely lovely to have you here, as always. Seeing lots of friends already waving at me. Emily, Penguin, how's it going? Uh, Kai, Moak. Uh, let's get some friends up here uh, on the stage, and we'll get rocking. Uh, we'll get the Daily Dose up here in Clemente as co-host. Let's do this. Get the co-host going. Get the co-host going. Here we go. Invite to co-host. <laughs> Y'all, when you listen to radio shows, you don't have to hear that. But here on Twitter, uh, you have to hear that. <laughs> so, well, welcome, um, Clemente. You're back on uh, the Pacific Coast. How's it going? Yeah, I, I feel good. Like I, it's it was it's nice getting back to the the routine. I mean, I was telling you guys earlier. You know, last night. I, the bachelor doesn't exist in Chile. Right? So I was, uh, <laughs> you know? Probably for, for better. It's probably <laughs> got y'all. Clemente is a fan of the bachelor. So, you know, throw up some, uh, either thumbs no, up or thumbs no. down. If, if you... I watched one episode last night. Let's, no, let's be no, clear. <laughs> you're a fan. Let's just be clear. All right. Let's, let's get it going. Good to have you here. Um, it's fun to see all of our friends in the audience on our new friends as well. Uh, we're so happy you're here at the Daily Dose. In case you're new, uh, which you're probably not new, because if you're here at 27 minutes after the hour, you're a fan. Um, but, <laughs> but in case you're new to the show, uh, we run the show Monday to Friday. Uh, and our goal is to bring you value by supporting you, educating you, connecting you. Uh, if, if you're interested in Web3, this is the place for you. You're welcome here. Uh, this is an inclusive place. Um, we're so happy you're here. So let's uh, say hi to some friends in the audience, uh, and then we'll get going. We've got a question of the day. We're going to be talking about NFT loans and, and NFT FI. I've got a little giveaway. Got some news. Y'all, it's going to be a fun show. We're going to pack all that into one hour. Um, so let's, uh, let's go down and say hi to some friends in the audience. Uh, OBG, Double uh, A Pillow, nice to see you. Uh, we've got Chips with the Drip. No, no, chips with the dip. Good to see you. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was going to be cool and read that right, but no. It's the only Emily way goodness. to eat chips. Uh, that's right. Well, chips with dip. <laughs> um, so good to see you, Flea. Uh, always good to see you, Ibrahim, Ziana, uh, Samer, Dolce Boy, Laguna, Teacher. Uh, these are all the all the the friends right up top. Uh, let's get um, let's get War Daddy up on stage because he's speaking today. Uh, Tut, good to see you. Okay, I'm gonna scroll down. Um, Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Say hi to some friends way down here. Give me a wave if, and it makes it a little easier to, to, to see. Uh, uh, we've got Xerox unhosted. Welcome. I see you waving at me. Uh, Cutsel, appreciate you being here. Uh, Web3stoop.eth. Appreciate you stopping by the show. Hopefully, hopefully today is a fun show for you. Uh, Jitsu or Jitsu. Good to see you. Betty, as always, nice to see you. I kind of scroll. Scrolling down, saying hi to some friends. See you waving to me. Scott Crinch, thanks for stopping by. I uh, just followed you back. Uh, Spacemonkeys.eth, thank you for stopping by. Going to follow you back. Scroll, scroll, scroll down the bottom. We got Xander. I see you waving at me. Going to follow you back. Hello. Uh, how about uh, we got blockchain.swoosh. Going to follow you back. All right. Going to scroll away. Okay, thumbs down. <laughs> Who's thumbing me down? Come on. <laughs> That's just mean. We're just trying to be friendly here. Um, Clint, I see you waving at me. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show. I uh, followed you back. I <laughs> uh, appreciate you. Y'all, I, I appreciate so many of you being here with us today. Um, and our question for the day is, so as you know, we love to hear from everybody in the audience. You are, are as important, uh, as the folks on stage. So please hit that purple comment button on the bottom right of the screen. There's already 326 of you that have done that. And the question for today is what is your go-to self-care routine? So what's your go-to self-care routine? Uh, please comment, uh, throw a picture in if you can. It's always fun to see. Um, and uh, I would say my self-care routine involves meditation. So I started meditating about a year ago. I use Headspace. It's not a paid ad. I just like it. Um, and I do about 10 minutes of guided meditation every day. And it kind of helps keep me grounded. So that's a little bit of my self-care. The other thing I do is I go to the movies by myself and eat a lot of candy. Uh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite self-care thing I do. <laughs> so I'm secretly an introvert, y'all. I know that's shocking, but it's true. Um, 
All right, we've got some other news to announce. Uh, we have a Tampa Bay St. Petersburg meetup on Friday, y'all. So if you are in the Florida area, uh, we're going to pin up some details of that. I love, love, love seeing y'all do meetups. Um, it, don't wait for us to give you permission or help organize it. Just organize it, crank it, do it yourself, uh, and uh, get that local community together. Uh, you know, we're seeing meetups happen in India, London, um, Miami, uh New York, they're kind of everywhere. So do your own, show us the pics and we'll tell everybody about it. Um, also, uh, if you are in Japan, um, I know that there's a growing Daily Dose community there. We would love to find a Daily Dose uh, Twitter space host that speaks Japanese. So if that's you and that's something you're interested in doing, uh, please DM Gigi, uh, the amazing uh, Gigi who helps organize all of this stuff. Uh, that would be great. Also, POAPs next week, Monday. Yes, there's going to be a POAP drop. It's going to be fun. Uh, make sure your Twitter app is up to date and make sure you're on your mobile. So you're not going to be able to get the POAP if you're on desktop. I know that that some of you are on desktops. Please switch over to mobile if you can. That's uh, going to be very important. We're going to do a roll call. Um, and it's just the way we have to do it, y'all. Technically, we can't uh, do we can't get your roll call if you're on a if you're on a desktop. So otherwise, we would. Um, okay, one more announcement. Okay, uh, we're doing a twelve days of crypto art giveaway from Mister Chris Wallace uh, at Designer here on stage. Um, Chris, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fab. I like your cute little uh, Woody PFP. Um, so we're going to do a little giveaway for, uh, one of the 12 days of crypto art mint passes. And here's how you win it. If you retweet the space, which Clemente has pinned up top, uh, and you're still listening at the end of the show, you can't fall asleep. Y'all, if you fall asleep, doesn't count. Um, uh, and then we're going to pick one of you and, and, uh, call you up and, and give you one of those bad boys. Um, Chris, can you give like the 10 second, uh, explanation of how that works and, and why it's exciting? Yeah, absolutely. So we have gathered about 12 uh, incredible artists, both emerging and established from around the world to participate in a blind mint uh, where you basically can mint each day. So you come in and you commit day one, day two, day three. Um, these arts, uh, the digital artwork are revealed uh, each day. Um, you have 24 hours to make a decision on whether you're going to actually mint the art. And um you can't go back. So uh, the permanent. unique thing about this giveaway, yeah, the unique thing about this giveaway is we're actually allowing this person who wins this mint pass the uh, sort of the superpower to uh, pick any day that they want since we're oh on. My God. Yeah, since, since we're right in the middle of this thing, uh, we wanted to. You get to time to, travel, y'all. Yeah, you get like a, a little time <laughs> travel power to be able to say at the end of the event, I want to pick day two. That's right. Um, what other what other yeah. Twitter space gives you all the power to time travel? I'm just going to point that out. Exactly. Um, so, all right, Chris, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm a big fan of UltraDAO uh, Bag Alert. I, the fund holds one. I'm also just a fan of, of Chris. Um, I, I w used to be one of the largest collectors on Tezos in the world. Um, uh, probably some whale has decided to beat you now on that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's right. right. But, but Chris is just a, <laughs> a, a a wonderful person. Deeply cares about art. Um, so y'all, you can just win an amazing piece of art for free today. So I thought that would be fun to do that. Um, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you being here. Um, going to read out a couple of these fun comments about self-care, what y'all are doing. Uh, and then we're going to get to our Mintify market report. So, um, first of all, uh, we heard from Juniverse, uh, they said hiking, traveling, camping currently in the middle of my self-care routine in Sedona. With a picture of them, like what looks like they're on a cliff, and I'm kind of worried about them. So, Juniverse, I hope you're you're okay and that you do not slip on that scary cliff. Um, uh, Cesar Arturo says the gym for sure. Always feel better after a good workout. Uh, I love that. Uh, ICOB says this kind of, this is kind of lame, haha, <laughs> but it involves me getting a hug from my wife, eating cookies, forced snuggles with my dog, and a little bit of Xbox. That sounds like pretty good self-care routine it's not it's not lame i like it um and then we're seeing one from uh daryl tanky uh they said bouldering takes my mind off things and also just made this chalk bag for commemorating kaiju kings for minting out love it 
uh, and then one more, uh, Dgen uh, Demon Dottie says jujitsu, good for the mind and body. Well, kind of a double-edged sword in terms of it being good for the body. Sometimes I wake up and feel like I just got into a car accident. And there's a picture of either them choking somebody or someone choking them. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's whatever is your jam, y'all. If that's your self-care routine, I love it. Um, okay. We are going to roll into uh, the Mintify market reports. Uh, let's welcome them to the show. Is the market up? Is the market down? Mintify. Let's find out as we look at the market daily report Mintify. brought to you by Mintify, the NFT terminal for pro traders. Mintify. Appreciate that. Thanks for the welcome. Uh, why do we have Mintify on the show? It's because we want you all to be updated with what is happening in the market. I think it's really valuable and important for all of you daily dosers listening. Also, I love the tool. I use it personally. Uh, it's an absolute powerhouse for pro NFT traders. The analytics are off the charts. Uh, they're about to ship a brand new trading experience. I actually saw it the other day. It is killer. I love it. Um, they've got a Mintify uh, lifetime pass as well. Uh, that's an NFT. You can check them out at mintify.xyz. So uh, over to y'all at Mintify. Mintify, are you there? Hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's crickets. Jacob's dog. He might be uh he might be wrestling his dog. So uh we'll we'll, we'll come back. I'm the sure. Question is, can you hear me this morning? Oh, we can. Hello, we can hear you now. Uh oh. Oh no. Rugging, rugging going on. All right, we will uh, we'll, we'll head over to our other source of value uh, and updates for you all while uh, Jacob figures out what is happening with the internet. Uh, let's go it's to... Super delayed. Yep, yep. All right, let's... Uh, why don't you hop back on and request and we'll, we'll get you back up. Um, let's go uh, to Lucky Trader and welcome them to the show. Lucky Trader. Lucky Trader. What stories are moving the market? Lucky Trader app brings you trusted NFT news anywhere you go. It's the Daily Dose News. Here's Lucky Trader. Lucky Trader. Thanks, The Voice. Appreciate it. Um, uh, why is Lucky Trader on the show? It's because I want you all to have absolutely up-to-date, cutting-edge news so you can make uh, more informed decisions today. Um, I love the Lucky Trader service, uh, luckytrader.com. I'm on there multiple times a day. They've got a great team of analysts who are always analyzing what's important and bubbling it up. Uh, they also have a good uh, show right before this called The Lucky Lead-In. It's packed with uh, additional news, deeper dives. Uh, it's a great show. Um, so let's uh, let's hand it over to Lucky Trader. Welcome. Ryan, thank you. Good morning. My three-year-old's homesick today, so we'll see if he decides to weigh in on the headlines. Everyone, welcome to Lucky Trader's top news stories for today. Blur managed to bypass OpenSea's block list by creating a new exchange system on OpenSea's Seaport protocol. Blur found a loophole by leveraging OpenSea's open source protocol to create a new exchange system. Since OpenSea is also using Seaport, it cannot block Blur without blocking itself. All of the projects which have been effectively blacklisted are now actively trading on Blur, like Sewer Passes, Valhalla, and Blur immediately picked up 10% market share on those projects. SoRare has signed a major four-year licensing deal with the Premier League, paying tens of millions of pounds for the rights. Um, as part of the deal, the Premier League has the option to take equity in SoRare, and SoRare now adds Premier League to its list of partner leagues that include the NBA, Major League Baseball, Spain's La Liga, Germany's Bundesliga, and Italy's Series A. In gaming, Oh Baby Game announced a $6 million seed round, co-led by eGirl Capital and Synergist Capital, along with a plan for a multi-game rollout, starting with What the Cart. Oh Baby Game's announcement includes notable angel participants, including Kevin Lin, the co-founder of Twitch, and Sirkin Toto, founder of, founder of Canton Games. And other featured games on their list include Rugpool Guys and a platform fighter, both scheduled for 2023. Your neighborhood jeweler, Jared, applied for trademarks for digital diamonds and other metaverse goods. The trademarks focus on virtual items, goods, accessories, and tech, including downloadable virtual goods and online retail stores, services rendered in a virtual environment. In just the latest big name brand to file trademarks, Web3 goes to Jarrett. 
And last, Twitter wants to enter the payments business. They begin applying for regulatory licenses. Elon Musk's social media platform is also designed the software to eventually introduce payments through the platform. Musk had previously stated his, his desire for Twitter to eventually become the everything app, allowing the platform to offer financial services, including peer-to-peer transactions, savings account, and even debit cards. This move seems a step in alignment with that goal. Some big headlines for today, Ryan. Back to you. Thanks, Lucky Trader. Appreciate it. Um, we're actually going to be diving into uh, what is happening with uh, uh, Jared as a kind of everyday brand coming into Web3. Um, so that's going to be discussion, discussion, discussion topic number two. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, that'll be after we talk about NFT Fi uh, with War Daddy. Can be I'm looking forward to that conversation. Looking forward to both of those. Um, I believe that uh, Jacob has uh, 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 done a couple backflips. So, uh, prayed to the uh, Twitter. Apparently, gods. they still can't hear you. But no. Jacob, okay. can you hear me? I can hear you, Let's Clemente. Go. See, so Ryan, this is going to have to be Mintify and I talking to each other today. <laughs> but uh, Mintify, uh, we were just talking. We did the whole intro. We were, you know, said some incredible things about you in case you missed it. But uh, we'll let you take it from here as far as the uh, the market report for today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Ryan. Yeah, I can't hear you when I'm on stage. That's a, an unfortunate little Twitter rug. All right, uh, let's get into this uh, market report for today. Hopefully I sound all right. Uh, the... 24-hour F market volume, 27 million, down 9%. Soul market volume, 4 million, up 21%. The highest sale, Board Ape, 17.63 for 77 ETH. You can now get beta access to our uh, new terminal at beta.minify.xyz. All right, let's get into the top gainers. Top 20 metaverse, up 1.7%. Number one, meta mansions, 0.149 ETH floor price, up 25%. Metacong's 0.794 ETH floor price up 20% and Decentraland 1.36 ETH floor price up 7.5%. NFT index top loser is top 50 games down just uh, 0.5%. The Islands from Castaways 2.2 ETH floor price down 12%. Wool Pouch from Wolf.game 0.0155 ETH floor price down 11%, and Silk's Genesis Avatars 0.089 ETH floor price down 10%. Some noteworthy market updates Celsius apparently used new customer funds to pay for older customer withdrawals. And a New York bill proposed to make Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash acceptable forms of payment for state agencies. The market stats. Global crypto market cap, $10.38 billion. Bitcoin dominance, 42.4%. BTC open interest, just over $7 billion. And fear grade at 51 Coming down from 61 yesterday, I believe. That's a big drop. Uh, Bitcoin right now at 23.150, up about 0.2% on the day. Barely positive. And Ethereum looking about the same, 1591 just under 1% up with the S&P right around 40.26, mostly flat, 0.1% down or so. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Mintify. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, Ryan, back over to you. Thank you, Clemente. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks, Mintify. You know, you can't hear me. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, getting some more fun comments from you all in the crowd. Uh, we got uh, Lek LEC saying, I love running during the morning here with my son. It's a cute picture of him and his kiddo. Uh, doing a run. Catalina says, GM, greetings from Lisbon. Looking uh, beautiful and sunny there over in Portugal. Um, and uh, Biggie said, hitting the slopes for some winter zen in Norway does wonders for my mind and body. Love it. And uh, Luke Moody said, GM, everyone, listening today while walking, uh, while taking a walk with the dog. Uh, super cute. I love that y'all are out and about all around the world listening to the show. Um, uh, uh, love it. Also just want to state, um, I, I, you know, sometimes if you're in the crowd and you're a woman and you see all men on stage or hear all men on stage, it might be, um, make you think you can't come up on stage, but you can't. So please, uh, request, uh, everybody's welcome on our stage. Um, so, uh, would love to hear, um, some, some, some voices from some other folks. Um, uh, I love, I love, I love you guys. But it'd be great to get some uh, expert women up here on stage as well. Um, let's keep going to the topic of the day. The first one, which I'm really excited about, 
It's all about NFT finance, NFT lending, loaning, et cetera, et cetera. And we've got a, a real expert up on stage, uh, War Daddy Capital. Uh, how you doing, sir? GM, GM, GM. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Um, I, uh, it's great to see you up here. I, I can't believe you still have that as your PFP. Yo, this is the best. This is top PFP in the game. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I get it all the time, but Larva Labs run deep. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a little, little bit of uh, a little bit of nudge because I, I know you can take it. Um, so, I, how is how's the crowd doing out there? It, give give me a kind of a wave or a thumbs up um, if you are if if you're alive. I, I'm not seeing many emojis today, so I don't know if I'm just not not entertaining today or what's happening. Oh, there we go. Okay, OBG gives me a thumb up. Okay, just checking, um, making sure that we're all live. Okay, we're live. Um, all right, so War Daddy. Uh, would love to hear you just give us a 60 second overview. Who are you? Um, uh, where are you from? Just help the crowd kind of understand you a little better. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I am Dalton. Um, I'm currently living down in Mexico city. I am an NFT analyst for proof. And so what I do is basically write up and coming, or I write long form content for proof, focus on up and coming niche areas within the space. So what that means is I've written reports on music NFTs, fashion NFTs. I've written about um, Solana projects. And now I'm focused on NFT5. Awesome. Um, And I actually just posted this this morning. Clemente, if you could pin it, uh, Proof actually releases all the dupe dupe dives, all the deep dives uh, publicly uh, later on. So there's actually, I think, five or six that are available uh, right now. So Clemente, if you could pin that tweet so folks can find them. There's some powerful uh, deep dives that y'all should check out. So um, let's get into this. Um, The the topic is going to be NFT FI, you know, loaning, borrowing against NFTs. And I think this is a newer subject for some folks. So can you explain in in very simple beginner terms, how can someone take out a loan against their NFT? Yeah. So I think first things first, right, is, kind of breaking down the space in general, I know that I shared a thread with you, Clemente. Uh, Right now in the space, there's two main mechanics, peer-to-peer and peer-to-pool. Just to kind of give you a brief overview, peer-to-peer is me going to another person to seek out all of that liquidity. Peer-to-pool is me going to a pool of liquid capital that I can get an instant loan on. So that's the main difference. I think in in that thread, that's probably the easiest, most digestible kind of information that you can get that I've kind of put out publicly. On top of that, we also have the whole report that you can kind of go through. It's pretty interesting, right? Like we saw last year, just in 2022, we saw over $530 million worth of NFT backed loans. And that was across the top six platforms, lending platforms. Right, which is huge. But but before you go into that, Dalton, like I think people need to understand literally how does this work. So if you say that you had an NFT and you wanted uh, to borrow against it, how do you do it? How does it actually work? Right. So if if we'll we'll use peer to peer because that well we can kind of go into both. But if you have an NFT and it is approved on one of these platforms, so peer to peer is going to be like the the biggest platform is NiftyFi, Arcade or X2Y2. So if your peer-to-peer collection is approved on one of these platforms, you can go to these platforms and say, okay, these are the terms that I am seeking out. So let's use Bored Apes, for instance. So if you have a Bored Ape and floor price is what, 72, 73 ETH right now, um, and you say, okay, I want to take out a loan on my Bored Ape. Board Apes have a, a consistent LTV of like 60 to 70% that you can get loan to value ratio. So that loan is going to be, let's say you, you're looking to, to take out 50 ETH or 45 ETH on that, on that Board Ape. You will put that out onto the platform and you're going to say, this is what I'm looking for. On peer-to-peer, like NiftyFi X2Y2, they're going to be time-based loans, Okay. So you say for the next, I, I want a 40 ETH loan on my board ape for the next 90 days. And I'm looking to pay an APR of like 20%. And then and can you define APR for everybody? APR, that's going to be the interest that you're paying. That's based on a yearly, yearly interest. But 
you're you're only going to be paying interest on the 90 days that you take out that that loan so it would be like 90 days so 20 divided by four it would be like five percent that you'd be paying right so you'd be paying five percent on the 40 ETH loan that you're taking out and so then and lenders you get are ETH, going to come you get ETH back or USDC or you it, it it's up to it's up to the platform it's up to kind of the lender and borrower is going to kind of go back and forth haggling between between lending terms but if you look at like kind of top blue chips right so um I was looking at this yesterday I don't know if I can it's kind of hard to post all this stuff on on Twitter spaces but there's some really, really class um, Dune dashboards. So if I know that we just posted the reports there. If you guys go to that reports page, there's going to be a quick links page. That's the third page of the report. And that kind of attaches all of the Dune dashboards, all of the long form reads. Anybody that you need to follow in the space is going to be on that quick links page, which is really helpful. Got it. So um, let me interrupt real quick. So yep. so someone, someone has uh, an NFT that is... Uh, included in on one of these platforms, say it's an yep. ape or a, you know a punk, or are, are they primarily blue chips like that? Like what what is the general yeah. list? So on on peer to peer platforms, the ones that I was mentioning before, Nifty Fi, X two Y two, etc., they have up to like two hundred and fifty three hundred NFT collections that are approved on the platforms. Wow, got it. So say you have one of those, you go in and say, all right, I, I want to borrow some money. I've got this asset. Um, I want a bit of liquidity. And so you go to, for instance, NFT Phi, um, and then you connect your wallet and then you, and then it verifies you have this asset and you, and then you say, uh, and it says you're allowed to, uh, borrow X amount against this asset. Like you said, the loan to value is anywhere from, I don't know what 30. Yeah, to... so if you, you would be customizing that on a peer to peer platform, you would be customizing that. Okay. The, the... Yep. So you choose. So you say, all right, I want to, I want to borrow, you know, 50% against this. And then you, you kind of post that and yes. then, and then you're waiting for a lender to come in and take that loan. So, so can you explain the other side of this? Who, who are the lenders? How, how does it work? How do they get paid, et cetera? Yeah. So this is one of the, the kind of key hinge points that I think that we're kind of running into this, this problem right now, right? We are in a very borrower centric market right now so for the lenders the lenders are going to be taking much they're, they're going to be taking a lot of the risk reason being nft prices nft floor prices are extremely volatile so if somebody is looking for say 40 or 50 percent ltv loan to value ratio so the the floor of of this nft is one eth and they're looking to take out 0.5 eth the lender is going to be assuming all of the risk and as the time goes on, say 14 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, as that time goes on, that borrower is going to be taking on a lot of that risk, right? Because say the, the founder of the project says something stupid or, or whatever happens, the market takes, takes a turn for the worse. The borrower is going to be left holding the bag or, or the lender is going to be left holding the bag because if that person defaults on the loan, so say the 90 days is up, they don't pay back their ETH then the lender is going to be stuck with the NFT. Ah, so like a practical example, you come in with uh, an NFT that's worth one ETH. You say, I want to borrow half an ETH. A lender comes in and says, I'll take that loan. I'll give you half an ETH. And then the floor price of that one ETH NFT goes down to 0.4 ETH. Uh, the, the, the person that owned the NFT says, well, why would I bother paying exactly. this back? And they just default, and then the lender is left without uh, the, the, the repayments, and is is left with this NFT that is now worth 0.4 when they put when they lent uh, 0.5. Yeah, and Got so it. like the the original kind of agreement, right, is like the lender is going to be coming in and say, okay, I will give you 0.5 ETH, and I'm going to expect you to pay me back, say 0.1 ETH or something like that over 90 days. So then, in reality, the the, the lender just lent out half an ETH to make 0.1 ETH over 90 days. Got it. Okay. So a couple more questions. I know I'm kind of yeah. no, no, drilling no. you, but I, I know, I, I know the daily dose crowd. I want to make sure that we're delivering value to them and kind of explaining it all. Um, we posted a poll, Clemente uh, posted and pinned it. The question was, have you ever used an NFT lending platform? Uh, right now, no is clearly winning at 64%. Um, uh, no, but I would like to is at 23%. And then uh, yes is, is only 13%. So 
a lot of you out there haven't used these platforms, which is why we thought it'd be fun to talk about on the show, make sure people are aware of it. Um, so Dalton, why, what is different between web two loans and web three? You know, what, what is new and innovative here uh, with these and, and, and where do you think it's going? Yeah. So I think it, it, it becomes a really interesting area within the space because of the fact that with NFTs, the problem that we face is that as a as an NFT trader, the only way I can make money is if number go up, right? So the floor is at point one, I buy at point one, it goes to point three, and I made money. A couple things there, right? My my liquidity is stuck in that NFT. No matter what happens, my point one is locked in that in that in that NFT, and I can't do anything else besides wait for the number to go up. As we start unlocking some of that capital, there are a few protocols that are coming out that are that are going to kind of use that capital and make that capital work for you. Now, we're, that's a very, very nascent kind of idea. And I have a I have a report coming out on that next week. So let's dig into that because I, I do think that's interesting. So but to put it in layman's terms, you know, we all have ETH locked up in our NFTs and we're just waiting for number to go up. But we can actually put that capital work at a risk, right? Um, because if you don't pay back the loan, you lose your NFT. So we're not we're not giving y'all financial advice here, encouraging you to do it. But it it is a way to put capitals locked up in your NFTs to work. Um, so it, and as you said, you know, in the in the tweet thread and in the report, there's actually DAOs that are are, are doing this, and Squiggle DAO is one mm-hmm. where they they own a ton of squiggles. And what they're actually doing is using the, those assets to go borrow against them so they can acquire more squiggles. So it's almost like a leveraged buy. Yeah. Um, is, is that going to, did I explain that correctly? Number one, number two, is, is that where we're going here? So there's, there's a couple of things here. Lending downs are, they are very interesting because they're, so there's two massive ones right now that's going to be squiggle down and goblin sacks. Squiggle now, what they're doing is, is they're basically per, providing liquidity to any squiggle holder at anywhere from five to eight percent apr that's that's nothing that's nothing in nft lending um and obviously the terms they have to come up with their own terms um but five to eight percent they're going to provide liquidity on on any and all squiggles and their their whole thing is that they want to become the biggest squiggle holder in the world so they're almost like an otc desk Yes, exactly. So like anybody that has a squiggle and squiggle floor is what, like 13 to 14 ETH. Anybody that has a squiggle that wants liquidity right now can post their their kind of desired terms on any of these peer to peer platforms. And SquiggleDAO has bots that they see a squiggle hits the marketplace. And within seconds, SquiggleDAO is going to come up and say, okay, these are our, our three terms. So like 30 days will offer you 5%, 60 days will offer you 8%, and 90 days will offer you 10% APR at whatever LTV, right? And so it's unlocking capital, and then these people can then take that money and either double down on squiggles, or they can go do their own plays. Now, obviously, like we said, that is that is dangerous, right? Like, you can use that, that, that borrowed liquidity, and if you lose that borrowed liquidity, you're still expected to pay it back. Right. So it is... It is high risk. I mean, especially given the volatility of of floors and NFTs, I I can see the I can see the excitement and and the the financial unlock. But wow, it to me it feels uh, on the on the hyper risky side. You know, I mean, for instance, our our fund. I mean, we have millions of dollars of NFTs in the fund, and to loan against them uh, or, or to to borrow against them feels terrifying to me. Um, but I, and it kind of goes in with some of the comments we're seeing from the crowd. Um, ICOB says on an ideal on an ideological level, I love the concept of NFT lending, freedom to transact. On a practical level, I hate it. Vast majority of people in this space are far too degen to do this with an appropriate risk tolerance, or don't even understand loans. Many will get wrecked. So, well, I, and one thing I kind of want to touch on real quick, right? Is I think that in in the traditional sense, in the way that we're thinking about it, yes, it is very risky, and it is it is very risky. But there are ways that borrowers can use this as a tool to hedge themselves. Like I said earlier, the only way that we make money in NFTs is if number go up. Now, if we can kind of flip the script there, 
as a borrower, what do we, what do we know about the NFT space, about the crypto space in general, right? Buy the rumor, sell the news. So say Azuki comes out and says, like, for, for instance, we'll use like the one year anniversary, right? So the one year anniversary is coming up. Floor price is pumping. Everybody's excited. Everybody that has beans, people are like, they're thinking they're going to get something. And then anniversary day comes and they they announce their metaverse and stuff. But like buy the rumor, sell the news is a consistent, consistent pain point within the NFT space. So as a holder of an NFT, if I know that there's going to be a a kind of big moment, a catalyst moment, that's either A, it's going to pump or B, it's going to dump on me. I can take out a loan right there and use kind of that, that loan is downside protection. So I get as much LTV as I can. So say 60, 70% is what I'm looking for. And if the floor dumps more than 30%, which we just said that NFTs are extremely volatile. And like, we know that this happens. If it dumps, then you kind of just protected yourself there. And obviously, in the traditional world, we say that defaults, we don't want people to default their loans. But in the NFT world, we don't have anything kind of going against that right now. Right. And so, so, so would you would it be good? I'm trying to uh, make sure I understand. So say that you were uh, the borrower. So you had, uh, you had an FT that was one ETH. You, you, uh, borrow half an ETH and then, um, the NFT dumps, you know, to 0.25, then, then you have half an ETH, whereas your asset would have been worth 0.25. So you've given yourself that downside protection. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. So as a lender though, you would want to lend into the pump. You would want to lend into the pump. Well, no, on, is no, that right? No, you, what you would not, you would want to lend. So for casing point right now. So like, I want to touch on this because I think it is the easiest use case and the easiest UX in all of, in all of lending platforms right now. It is on Solana. It's called Sharkify. And for the last, like say three, four months, I've been focused on lending against D gods and Utes, right? Like they, they have a catalyst coming up. D gods are going to ETH. Utes are going to Polygon. And so there is consistent buy pressure there. So if you go to Sharkify, it's literally Sharky.fi is the, is the website. And you, you say lend, right? You can kind of see kind of the available pool of, of liquidity that is there, the best offer. And then you could kind of just lend into that. So the one thing that Sharkify does really well, it is peer to peer, but they set the terms for you. So, Got it. And, and I think that that makes it a lot easier. So right now for Utes, for instance, the top offer right now on Utes is 111 soul and it's 240% APR Oof. and it's, it's only seven days, seven day terms. You cannot oh, borrow wow. for longer than seven day terms. Interesting. So it becomes, and on D gods, you have 140% APR, 14 day loans. So like oh. what, what I've been doing is like, I will just consistently take loans or I will consistently lend on Utes. And I make 240% APR. That's and fascinating. Long, and I've, in I think 20 loans, I've had two defaults. So right now I'm sitting at like 10%. Wow. 10% default. So All then right. I keep the. I was going to say, sorry. Uh, sorry, Dalton. So it, I, I think what I want to zoom out real quick and, and discuss is say, uh, this is really for uh, all of you daily dosers is that there is a lot of innovation that's beginning to happen on the financialization of these assets. Um, and, and we're used to just trading them and hoping that number goes up, but there's a lot of liquidity that's being unlocked by the borrowing and lending against these assets. And this is the way the traditional markets work, right? Mm -hmm. This is what frees up liquidity, which then, uh, which then causes markets to move. Right. Um, and I, I think what's exciting about what War Daddy has done here is revealed that this is beginning to happen, right? And if you just look at the numbers, uh, we're seeing a huge increase, even in a bear market, um, of, of borrowing and lending against these assets. So um, let's uh, let's kind of wind down the topic, um, yep. and uh, I'll, I'll give you one um, last uh, point to make in a second. But y'all, I would encourage you to download the deep dive. You can download it for free. You can read it. You can go deep on it. You can read that uh, thread that we post at the top, um, pin at the top, if you want a higher level, uh, discussion, uh, before I go back to you, uh, war daddy Clemente, I saw your hand. Yeah. Th this is, 
part of I'm, I'm reading a lot of the comments and like, hey, like this is way outside my my risk tolerance, and and a lot of people are kind of myself included, are like fearful of, hey, you know, unless I have the time to really dive deep into this, like I don't I don't know if I want to stay or, or be involved with it, right? Which I think is a valid point, but I think it's still really important to know what is happening and and why. Um, couple. I'll, I'll stick it to one question, uh, Ward Eddie, as far as today's market and what I know you've been doing a deep dive on this over the last few weeks, and I'm really excited to, to read the, uh, the, the document that comes out as far as today's market, are you in, and in terms of this boost in liquidity that we've seen over the last month or so, are you worried at all over the, of the over leverage that's happening right now, that if something goes on in the broader macroeconomic, uh, wise uh, that inevitably could affect nfts and crypto that if something collapses if we see another ftx for example that all, because mm-hmm. we're so over leveraged that it could basically instead of us going down 20 percent as a market because we're so over leveraged we go down 40 or 50 percent is that a fear for you at all yeah it, it, it does become a fear right like if you look at bendow bendow is a peer-to-pool platform and if you look at the current statistics right now on how many nfts are they have borrowed or borrowed liquidity right now i'll just run down the list real quick board apes have 368 apes uh taken out as collateral mutant apes 456 azuki 279 cryptopunks 58 clone x 148 like that that is a lot of that is a lot of liquidity there right like if something bad happens, we could see a cascading auction event on on Bendow. And that would that would inevitably affect the entire NFT market. Be a good yes. buying opportunity though. That is my point. So yeah. like I think that where where we kind of see this this problem, right, is like where people are fearful. You have to look at and you, we'll talk about this on the next report, right? But like there are now ways to kind of leverage when we see instability in the market, there is ways to take advantage of this now. One being NFT perp, which is a derivatives platform where you can basically long or short floors of NFTs with as little as, or as much ETH as you would like. And I think that this over time makes the market a lot more efficient in the short term. Sure. There, could there be manipulation? Yes. I, and, and I'm not pro that at all. But I'm just I'm just kind of being realistic about where we are right now. I think that there are a lot, a lot of opportunities to kind of take advantage and learn. Right. So we see airdrop season happen. Pseudoswap just launched their airdrop yesterday. We're going to have NFT perp insert finance. There's going to be a lot of these airdrops. If you look back, which we'll post this again with my with the next report. But if you look to DeFi early DeFi days, and then you come back to what's currently happening right now in NFT Fi, it becomes a very, very interesting niche kind of ecosystem. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I'm The reason why it's exciting to me, uh, I'm like many of you in the Daily Doser crowd, like the 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 risk scares me too much. You know, mm-hmm. I'm more of a traditional investor, long-term holder. Um, you know, I, I think deeply and move slowly um, and take very few risks. Um, but that, but what's important for the whole the whole ecosystem to grow is for the, the the financialization to happen so that we can see more traditional capital roll in, mm-hmm. um, which will which will just increase liquidity across all markets. So um, Dalton, great to have you here. I appreciate all the the hard work you're doing to to dive deep on these things. Um, so thanks for stopping by. Feel free to to stay on stage as we discuss uh, further things. But I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. No problem. Um, seeing some more before we uh, transition to the next subject, which is uh, Web two companies coming in to Web three, like Jared. You know, uh, potentially, uh, you know, the jeweler uh, offering you know things like uh, virtual diamonds um, to the crowd, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, let's read out some of uh, your your self care routines. Uh, Hizzy says, "My hobby is taking photos." I enjoy just looking at my previous photos. Uh, Sushi Frito says swimming with a, be- a beautiful picture of a pool. Uh, uh, be- uh, Braided says my self-care routine are bike rides. Uh, and then the kid that did said catching the first fish of the day is always relaxing. Uh, and one more, Jazer says taking our dogs to the beach <laughs> with a cute video, a little fluffy dog uh, uh, around the beach. 
And then uh, FordaOcean.e says, um, meditation, early morning sunlight viewing, and hitting the gym. Sharing it with my wifey makes it even better. So fun to hear what you all do uh, for self-care. Um, Restivo, I saw your hand a long time ago, and I didn't mean to ignore you. Um, how's it going? Or are you just busy on the slopes? <laughs> I think he's, I think he's on a, literally on a ski slope right now. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. Um, let's, uh, let's roll over to the next discussion topic. So I was intrigued by this news, uh, about Jared filing, uh, a, a, a trademark. So let's kind of dig into this Sterling jewelers, the company behind the jewelry brand, Jared K and Zales has filed trademarks that suggest future web three plants. I think this is just another large player creating plans for a successful Web3 strategy, hopefully. Uh, some context, Sterling Jewers was founded in 1910 and has nearly 1,600 stores. It's definitely not easy for Web2 company to execute in Web3, especially with the legal gray area uh, in everything Web3. So let's put our uh, Web3 advisors hat on for a second. And the question that we have for you is how can a brand like Jared Jewelers create a successful web three strategy that will onboard their existing web two customers. Uh, and Clemente is going to pin a tweet. Um, I think that this is such a good chance for us to onboard a huge number of people in web three. Um, and, uh, and I, I really hope that they have some great advisors uh, on their team, but, but let's, let's play a web three advisor for them on stage and uh, welcome up some, some of you all in the crowd again, uh, would love to hear from you uh, in the crowd um, if you're a woman, feel free to come up on stage. We'd love to hear some more voices from women. Um, and, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Clemente, I see your hand. Yeah, as, as we're getting speakers of, you know, I want to provide a little bit of context, right? Because as we were discussing this with, with Mintify and love, I, I really it clicked when you brought up how it wasn't, how can they onboard correctly more? So it was, how can they make, if they go this route, how can they make their digital collectibles valuable? And create attention towards them, which was a really interesting way of, of looking at it that I didn't really think about that before. Mm, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, in the end, you know, we're going to see these large brands come into space and they need to figure out how to drive attention, which will then drive value uh, to these digital collectibles. Um, so let's uh, let's chit chat about this and how we think, you know, a company like like Jared, very traditional jewelry company could enter the, enter the space successfully, which is a good zoom out to how other companies might do it. Um, final Ryan, I see you. Hello. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Clemente. Good morning. Welcome. Daily Dosers. Yeah. Uh, I love this topic. Um, and I think it's, I think it's very interesting, especially when you talk about like the higher levels of retail and, and echelon, like so jewelry. So off the top of my head, you have um, Tiffany, they have, if you look at their if you look at their profile picture now, it's a Tom Sachs, Tom Sachs Rocket Factory PFP, and they've had that for quite some time. Um, Rolex a couple of months ago uh, filed for a patent. Hublot, the another high end uh, luxury watch manufacturer, just released like a um, a collaboration with Takashi Murakami, which was basically a raffle for free to claim. And um, I think this is a point that we continue to bring up all the time but the largest component to their success is making sure they have web3 natives directly on their team i think um i think the porsche nft uh release is like such a fascinating case study about what not to do and <laughs> what not to do especially when you're releasing yeah. um yeah and then and then uh what is it uh it's um is it Chris from from Coffee with Captain who just recently announced that he's uh, running the community for um, Starbucks Odyssey? I mean, I think that's that's huge because um, I don't think Starbucks necessarily needs like to reach out to to Web three natives. It's just that um, these have such an established user base. It's how do they kind of uh, accept that, right? And I think Agreed. it's um, you know ultimately it's going to be how do you make this information consumable to to you know lack of a better term a normie right Amen. and i think you know that's going to be the that's going to be the gauge for how they're going to be successful thanks yeah, for having I, me. yeah yeah thanks for stopping by um i 100 agree 
you, you just have to do your time in the space uh, in order to know how to enter it effectively. And I think if you do that, you can actually, you know, do a great job of that. Um, and I, I think Tiffany was a good example of, of, of being on brands, you know, focused on the folks who buy Tiffany, um, you know, and I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, way for them to enter. Um, we're going to take roll call y'all. So like, like, like I explained at the beginning of the show, uh, we're going to um, innovate on the PO app drop me- me- mechanic. And uh, the way we're going to do that is take a roll. Um, so if you're in the space right now and, uh, and you're with us, uh, throw up a clap emoji like this. So throw up a little clap emoji. Um, if you're on the desktop, you're not going to be able to do that. So make sure that you're on a mobile. So throw us a little clap. Let us know you're here. Uh, and uh, we're going to test this system a couple more days, and we're going to roll it out on Monday. So you'll have to be in the space. You'll have to be around when we happen to call roll call and use that emoji. Uh, uh, don't send the emoji to me. That won't work. So clicking on my face and then uh, sending me emoji does not work. Uh, you have to do it publicly like this so everybody can see that clap. <laughs> Just This is you're holding your hand, y'all. I love you all. I want, I want you to win. I want you to get the PO app. So, um, so uh, you got to do it right. All right. Um, let's keep going. Uh, I, I think something important is happening from uh, the Daily Dose account, though. Radio transmission. GM, GM, Daily Dosers. Oh, I've probably listened to this recording a thousand times. I miss my Daily Dose family so much. I've sent out the tweets, and I'm just hoping somebody can find some way to bring me back from the future. Please help, please. GM, GM, Daily Doser. Oh my god. Our daily doser is still trapped in the future. <laughs> Y'all, we got to save her. So please check out that clue. Uh, I believe uh, because the connections to the future are dodgy, uh, that will only last for 60 minutes. So make sure to, to grab that image, um, meet up with your daily doser buds, put your brains together, and uh, try to figure out that clue. Um, the game is almost over, y'all. And then uh, we're going to announce the winner on Friday who will unlock a guaranteed allow list spot. Um, we're going to release that form uh, tomorrow for you to enter your answers. Uh, you're going to need to connect your wallet uh, that holds your PO app. So be prepared to do that. Uh, it's a safe transaction that doesn't cause any, um, uh, any transactions on the blockchain. Uh, so uh, get ready to do that. I'm very excited. So... Uh, let's keep going on this uh, topic of uh, how can large Web2 companies like a Jared come into the space effectively? Let's play our advisor. Let's put on our advisor hat. Uh, Emily, welcome. GM, um, it's been a minute since Hello. I've been able to get up on stage. So Good to have you back. Thank you. Um, I think that NFTs and Web3 culture has an enormous unlock potential for these major brands. I think that when shopping moved largely online, there was an immediate loss of sincerity in the shopping experience. And this is what Web3 can really solve. This bridges the gap, right? Instead of uh, me being spied on by, um, you know, services that I may have used for convenience, like single sign-on through Google or Facebook, um, now I have the ability to create a real genuine intention Um, of brands that I want to interact with and brands that I want to represent. So when I go down the path of connecting my wallet on one of these sites that's in the future has been um, Web3 enabled, I now have um, a special profile that I've built about myself, not that someone has built on my behalf. And I am now more loyal to these brands that support the other brands that I like. Like I want to see the things that I like working together and less so in an exploitative manner or like what feels that I've been spied on and more so that it's like, oh, you also like the same things I like. Now you're working together. This is fun. And it's kind of like when your favorite brands does a collab with another one of your favorite brands. So like, for example, I'm into this kind of indie artist in LA who does a lot of jewelry. Her name is Tarina Tarantino. And then she's done a bunch of collabs with like 
stuff that I find nostalgic and enjoyable, like um, Hello Kitty and Barbie and stuff. So when those come together, I'm like, oh, this is the perfect thing. I love this so love much. <laughs> so yeah, um, but beyond that, like I think, I think the ability for these Web2 brands to take what was once an enormous expense in marketing and turn it into brand loyalty and a income channel is such a powerful move. And as people start to realize this, unlock it, it's going to absolutely change the face of consumerism. Oh, I love that. I, I, I love your point about the fact that you are controlling and curating which brands you're attached to and therefore what other brands you see. Um, and it is, it feels wonderful. Like I think we all hate the idea that we're being served ads based off of this kind of, you know, uh, a, a hidden algorithm on what it thinks we like. Whereas we can be very personal and say, I own these NFTs and because I like these things. And therefore if those NFTs do collab to the other NFTs, like I like that idea and I want to be a part of that. So Emily, uh, great insight Just there. One, Appreciate one it. One quick follow up. Uh, have you ever, have you ever looked up your profile on Google? Like what Google has profiled you as? Um, oh, wow. I, I should, but so no, bizarre. That scary. Bizarre. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, yeah. That does sound bizarre. Um, I try to uh, allow Google to track as little on me as possible just because I figure I, I want to make their life a little harder if I can. <laughs> so, But it's probably still terrifying. Um, let's go next to uh, Kaneda. Hello. GM, GM, Ryan. Thanks for having me up. Um, second second GM, time welcome. and actually every time after one of the Emilys is talking. So um, hey, really feeling, it's, uh, it's no, really feeling intimidated after afterwards after they always speaking and having some, <laughs> some nice thoughts. No, just kidding. Um, Honestly, I, I think um, for uh, Web2 brands, you have to, to come from both sides, either from the side of the Web3, you have to onboard a Web2 company with um, a collab. And, and you see that most of the time, if, um, if a Web2 brand is not collaborating with one of the Web3 brands or NFT projects, um, it's not, not really often going well. I know a friend of mine, mm. uh, he's a board ape holder. He, he's done already a collab last year with uh, IWC Schaffhausen, which is a really noble watch brand. And he gave his avatar, his, his uh, board ape to them uh, and onboarded mm. actually them. Uh, you see Tiffany's done this with uh, the CryptoPunks. And uh, I, I know that Tiffany's, um, they're both young guys. Uh, they're the sons of the owner of uh, Louis Vuitton and the whole brand. They are really keen into Web3, so they have the DNA already in their blood. And if, if this combination is working out, I think the, the step into Web3 is ideal. Um, on the other hand, I, think, I like uh, it. On the other hand, I think um, if some kind of uh, a Julia brand wants to acquire also their uh, normal customers, they have to make the entry quite easy with uh, invisible wallets, with um, lower entry barriers for, for generating something and with a higher um, security level, I think, for, for them to onboard them. And if, right. if you go from both sides, so you, you're getting a Web3 advisor who's helping you on the security, on the easy onboarding, um, buying with a credit card, buying over an email address, registering, something like this, I think it would be quite easy for such a noble brand to get their old customers in and together with a collab with a really known um, NFT project, they, they will have an easy step into the into Web3, I think. Yeah, I love yeah. that idea. All right, thank you, Kanade. appreciate um, you stopping by and sharing your thoughts. Um, uh, before we go to the next speaker, I uh, really appreciate you all sharing uh, what your self-care routine is. We're still seeing those comments come in. Uh, uh, Big Les said, daily walks, uh, with a snowy pick of them uh, walking through the uh, over a bridge. And Amanda uh, Peacock says, GM, everyone, I love going for a walk with my husband on our local trails, even in a snowy season, to clear my mind or reading a good book. And a, a fabulous picture of uh, a snowy scene. And then Fuzzy says, in, in winter long night walks in freezing cold, in summer, taking care of my plants. So I love hearing y'all's uh, self-care routines. Um, let's go to a couple more Speakers, we only have five minutes left. We're also going to announce the winner of uh, um, the uh, that that designer is going to uh, share. Um, so excited about that! So let's go to Trey next. Hello, GM, GM Ryan Clemente, uh, Daily Dosers. Good to welcome, welcome. 
good to be here again. Yeah, I, I, um, I echo a lot of what Emily said. Something else that I'll, I'll say quickly because I know we're running out of time. So I think um, the biggest benefit or the biggest like differentiator that I saw entering Web3 for the first time that I never expected was just how big community plays into a project regardless of the project's intent. And I think when you look at brands like Jared or you know Tiffany where they're not a Starbucks where you're going every day to shop um there's ways that you can utilize your community to differentiate that experience from other jewelry stores right so you think about the you know 20 something year old looking for an engagement ring think about the ability to hop on to the discord or whatever their community platform is and utilize that community to help make decisions or you know uh, add the shopping experience to the metaverse. And then you also look at like just blockchain technology and the ability to easily track, um, you know, the, the like insurance of the process or the, oh, right. the, the receipt of the process or something like that. The so provenance I think like, of it. yes, yes. Thank you. So I just, I think like the technology is one big part, but I think the community aspect is something that like a year into this space, I still find, one of the most differentiating factors that my web two friends have no idea or no like concept right. of understanding. And I think that's probably the biggest asset that, that can differentiate, um, you know, uh, a company coming into web three, especially, you know, when they're leading that. the charge versus being a follower. Amen. Gosh, that is a good point that, um, all of my, my friends who are not involved in web three, um, it, they don't have communities like we do here online. I mean, there's a few, uh, but they're very far and and, and uh, rare between. So, Trey, appreciate your, your point on that. Um, let's go to Laguna next. Hello. Good morning. I This is such a fascinating conversation because I think that, like, I think that this concept of onboarding has just been really overplayed in what I'll call, like, the people who have already drank the Kool-Aid. I think that, like, we have to consider, like, what really does that mean? How is that going to change in mass adoption? And for me, I'm thinking about, like, how do we better support these efforts, right? Like, if you look at the coverage of the Porsche NFT, it was an abject failure. It was a flop. It was a cash grab. Like, that's the message that we are putting to the average consumer about this space. And, I mean, it was expensive and they cut supply, but, like, maybe they'll be successful. And I think that, like, we're just at this state where I I have to question whether onboarding should really mean my asset made a 2X in 24 hours. And, like, how do we celebrate brands that are making interesting experiments or brands that are trying free NFT gifts with purchase that are worth nothing? How do we, you know, how do we support people that are trying out DAOs, that are trying out other types of blockchain tech? And, like, I don't know. I just think that, like, we get into this idea of like onboarding the masses into financialized JPEGs. And I don't think that's the way. Amen. I couldn't agree more. Gosh. Uh, I'm, I'm just so bullish on what we've seen happen at the daily dose community being replicated uh, beyond and with a simple uh, claim mechanic that's free. That isn't even on a blockchain until, until you decide to mint it. Um, you know, being a PO app, like this idea of, Hey, join an event and get uh, something to prove you were there. And then it turns out that thing could eventually uh, be used uh, for fun for, for, you know, redemption of something in the future. Um, I mean, my goal is to, is to get daily dose on, you know, some of the largest talk shows in the world and say, you know what, it turns out there are these fun digital collectibles and, uh, you know, the, and they're called PO apps. And if you, if you grab one, it turns out you can prove you were, you know, there at the time. And it turns out later on, those can be used for fun reasons. And, and guess what? You own these things. Like they're not controlled by a company. So I, I'm really bullish on, on that sort of web two to web 2.1, um, journey. And then, you know, then you can go from web 2.1 to maybe web three. So, uh, Laguna, I, I appreciate your point of view on that. Um, let's go, uh, to designer. So that uh, he can announce the winner of the Mint Pass for 12 Days of Crypto Art. Over to you, designer. Awesome. So Ryan, we have a winner, um, and I'm very excited about this. So this is a this is a very unique opportunity. Nobody else is going to be able to do this uh, to be able to uh, effectively time travel and and pick 
any art from the 12 days of crypto art. We're on day five. It's about to switch over to day six. Uh, the winner, drum roll please, is Mr. SVS. Uh, so Mr. SVS, if you are uh, if you are in the space still, if you're here, please uh, please uh, request, come up on, on stage and we can say hello. We'll try to get you up here, but that's fun. I appreciate you all giving this away. I mean, uh, this is just a fun free prize, um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, that person will be able to grab it. Um, we've got to wind down the show, so we might not have time to get them up. But please ping a designer Absolutely. or Clemente, and we'll hook you up with that. Um, thanks for stopping by, Chris. I appreciate you for sure. Um, uh, and also, thanks to all of our speakers for popping up, dropping knowledge. Uh, thanks to Dalton for stopping by, explaining how lending and borrowing against NFT works. I uh, appreciate Mintify and Lucky Trader, as always, dropping knowledge, supporting the show. Um, and I really appreciate uh, Clemente as my co-host and uh, Gigi and John and and uh, everybody else behind Daily Dose to make this thing fly. And most of all, I appreciate you all who are in the Daily Dose family. I uh, appreciate you. I love you. I, I value your time. And I couldn't thank you enough for being here. Um, so Clemente, uh, why don't you take us out with some tunes?